Welcome to Disruption Blueprint with Shannon Spotswood from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we help advisors grow their net worth, build their businesses, and maximize their independence. We've built an award-winning platform with innovative technology, comprehensive service, and a team of individuals who are experts in their field to serve advisors. Join us for this journey where we explore everything that has to do with running an independent advisor practice as we bring together successful advisors, industry experts, and innovative minds who are on the bleeding edge to challenge the status quo, foster new ideas, and create a path for advisors to unleash their growth potential. Now, on to the show. This is not your normal episode of Disruption Blueprint. Today, we bring you a limited series, Mindset Mastery, where Bobby White, founder and CEO, sits down for a limited six-part series with Navy SEAL Team 6 hero, Dom Rasso, to tackle how professionals in our industry can take the principles of Navy SEALs to master your mindset to become the best version of yourself in both business and life. Now sit back and enjoy. One week before the COVID-19 pandemic struck the world, RFG Advisory hosted its annual advisor retreat from March 10th to the 13th on Captiva Island in Florida. Our guest of honor and keynote speaker was the great Dom Rosso, a veteran Navy SEAL Team 6 warrior and founder CEO of Dynamis Alliance. Bobby White, RFG Advisory's founder and CEO, has been training with Dom in his civilian warrior program for almost four years and still is today. Yet somehow Bobby knew instinctively that this was exactly the right time to introduce RFG advisors to Dom's training and his crush everything mindset. What we didn't know at the time when we sat down to record this exclusive interview with Bobby and Dom was how prescient this conversation would be. What's needed today more than ever in the face of challenge and uncertainty is a warrior mindset and a servant heart, exactly the values we embrace. We invite you to take part in this amazing and transformative series featuring Bobby White and Dom Rosso. All right. Theme of today, what is holding you back? Let's talk about fear. Mm. Fear is a debilitating emotion. I think we've all felt that firsthand in, in 2020 with what's been going on. Fear can prevent an advisor from making a transition. Absolutely from formulating a succession plan, from growing their practice, from having a difficult conversation with their partner or with their team member. And it really can prevent advisors from taking the steps that they need to move forward. So talk to us about your thoughts about fear and why you believe it is limiting advisors' success. When you said it yourself, what we fear can keep us from reaching is the biggest thing that can keep us from reaching our full potential. Ninety eight percent of the people are get and that's not just advised people in general are paralyzed by you. We saw that continue to see that with coronavirus, COVID-19, the social unrest we've experienced this year. I mean, 2020 has been a heck of a year for everybody. I think we can all agree. And we've witnessed it firsthand how fear 
uh, neg- negatively affects people in their decision making process. Relate that back to an advisor. You're absolutely right. And, you know, advisors, I've been doing this 22 years. I know I've, I've mentored, I've recruited, I've worked with hundreds of advisors and, and, I, and I am an advisor. So I know this firsthand. We are very fearful people. We're, uh, we're we fear change. Number one. Uh, we fear the unknown. We fear losing our identity. We fear, you know, we're going to lose assets. We're going to lose clients. All that is part of most advisors' mindset. And you've got to crush that fear, plain and simple. If you have fear, it's going to paralyze you and it's going to be debilitating and it's going to limit you from reaching your full potential. Um you mentioned transitions. You know, we talk to advisors and we're a platform for independent financial advisors. So we're always recruiting uh, new advisors to our platform and bringing them value and things such as that. And the biggest reason that we have to come back every single time is the fear of losing clients. When indeed we've done the research and 99 percent, if not 100 percent of all clients that advisor has pre-joining RG and other platforms, follow them around. Because here's the deal. The relationship is what is important to the client and the advisor. And the, you know, we also I had this conversation with a couple of advisors yesterday. I'm shifting gears a little bit, but they uh, they're, they're looking at they're, they're joining RG here over the next month. And they're like, how do I relay that message to my clients? I'm like, well, the first thing you don't want to do is go to your clients and say, hey, I'm making a move. You're going to have to sign some paperwork. But guess what? Nothing's going to change. And I looked at them. I'm like, why would you say that? Because if I'm the client, I'm going to look at you as an advisor and go, well, why in the hell are you going to make me sign a bunch of paperwork if things aren't going to be a little bit better for me? You know, if you're, if you're not going to a platform that's going to give you resources, support, and things to better our relationship and better our situation. So, you know, you, as, as advisors, you've got to crush that fear. Don't let it debilitate you. Make, make sure that you're in a position, you have the proper mindset, and you get over the fear. Now, let me, let me say this. We all have fear. You can't go through life and have and not have fear. It is a natural emotion, but you've got to have the ability to convert that fear into another emotion. I like to convert fear into love. I fear two things in my life. Okay, I fear a lot of things, but there's two things I combat every day of my life. I, I have to struggle with that fear. The I fear I fear the safety and health of my children. Uh, because sometimes that's out of my control. They're growing up. My daughter's 16. I don't have full control. She loves her independence. But I fear that, you know, but I, and that's a fear I have to live with it and I have to control it and I have to crush it and I have to get over it so I can enjoy through her the independence she's getting that this is a positive thing now that she's driving and all this other stuff. You know what the second thing I fear is? Being fearful. Because I speak so much about not fearing. I can't let myself go into that mode of being fearful about every single thing. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned uh, succession planning. That's one of the biggest things. Only 15%, 15% of financial advisors in the United States have a succession plan. And how old are they? 61, 62, 63, depending on what, uh, what demographic or what survey you read on that given day, or what report you read. 61 to 63 years old is the average age of an advisor in, in, in the United States, and only 15% of them have a succession plan. You know why? Because they're fearful of losing their, their identity. 
they're feel, fearful of losing and, you know, maybe not getting the price that they think that their financial advisory practice is worth because they spent their entire lifetime building it up. When indeed, if you if you if you crush that fear and you engage with an investment banker or a platform like ours who helps our advisors in realizing the, the true enterprise value of their practice, then you find what it takes and what you need to do to to have in place for you to get the most enterprise value that you can get. And now you're leaving a legacy, right? Because your clients don't want you to just turn the lights off and get hit by a truck. They want you to have a succession plan. You know, what, Bobby, what happens to you if you kill over? What happens to you if you decide in the next year, you know what, I'm burning out. You know, I'm just burning out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire in the next year. I'm not, by the way. But what if, but what if, you, know, what if you did that? you got to be able to answer that question. You know, you've got to be able to answer that question because your job is to plan and advise these clients. You're not doing planning for yourself because you're fearful of losing your identity. You've got to crush that fear. And there's one other thing you mentioned in there that uh, that advisors tend to fear. They fear transition. They fear succession. And they fear growth. They fear growth. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it's funny because you you get to a certain amount of, of AUM, if you will, as we call it in our industry. Say you're $100 million of assets under management. That's what most financial advisors' initial goal is. Like, man, if I can get up to $100 million, you know, I can generate X amount of revenue. I have this amount of clients and I can serve my clients this way. And then you reach that goal and it's like either you become fat and happy you know, you've got a pretty good practice. You're making a very good living. I, I think that's great. But if you did that in a reasonable amount of time by using the proper technology in the industry and surround yourself by eight players in the industry, then why not go to 250 million? Okay. Once you get to 250 million, again, if you've got eight players that you're surrounding yourself by, only assets, you've got the proper technology, the proper know-how, the resources, why not be a billion dollars? You know, you, the, the, we, we tend as advisor, I'm an advisor, I can say this, we tend to fear the unknown. And and, and, and and by doing that, as I said, when I started, is fear can keep us from reaching our full potential. We've got to crush fear. So as it relates to your career and crushing fear, share the story about growing RFG, and setting a goal to double the size of the firm. <laughs> Everyone said I was absolutely nuts. Uh, so it's 2014. We were still very small, relatively small as a uh, as an advisory platform. We were approximately 450 million under management, and I spent a lot of time over the, uh, the the two years prior to that investing time and energy in my what was my platform, RFG's platform at that time, in the management team that I had. I you know I mean I had the my compliance officer, my chief investment officer, I, you know. I had a great team that could support a half billion to a billion dollar shop. The only problem was we were 450 million. So I'm like, okay, I've got it. I've got it in place. Now it's time to go. It's time to grow. So let's grow. And so I went on what I call a crusade to double the size of the firm over the next 12 months. Uh, didn't reach that go because I crushed my, my fear. I tripled the size of the firm in 18 months. So I literally went from 450 million to 1.2 billion in 18 months. Um, every thought, thought I was crazy. You're going too fast. You're eating too big of an elephant. How are you going to handle all this? I, I, I really intentionally turned these people off. I closed my ears. I wouldn't listen to them. I, I didn't want to hear that negativity. 
I was just running, going, crushing through the wall, doing what I needed to do to accomplish the goal that I put in front of me. And then after, after you know, we accomplished that goal, we went to the 1.2 where we're sitting now here, 22.2, 2.3. I realized I had outgrown. My platform, I realized I had outgrown uh, some of my management team and things such as that. So then fear set in again, you know, and so I had to crush that fear and take it to the next step. And that's where we tore the house down. That was RFG 1.0. And now we sit here at RFG 2.0. You got to crush fear and you can't listen to negative people. Surround yourself by only eight players and assets. And now we take you to Captiva Island with Bobby and Dom. Fear can be the biggest thing that holds us back from reaching our full potential. How do you conquer fear? Fear is something that you absolutely need to have a relationship with because you can't deny that you're going to have fear about something. You have to embrace the fear that's there be able to convert it. And conquering that fear first is identifying Accept to yourself that you're going to fear something. There's going to be that gut feeling. There's going to be that nervousness. There's going to be that, that fear of the unknown. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just want to talk about buds. It's always the fear of the unknown that gets guys to quit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're going to this scary door. Next is all these crazy things. And then, boom, guys would just walk and leave. I'd be like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. You don't even know what's behind the door. And I think that there's a scenario out there somewhere, whether it's a true story or not, it was basically somebody saying, hey, Listen, we can either kill you right now or you can go out that door where there's just these terrible things that are going to happen to you. You're going to be tortured. You're going to be all these other things. And they end up killing the guys. Like, oh, I'm just going to, I'd just rather you just off me. But out the door is freedom. Wow. And it was just a whole concept of the unknown will crush you mm -hmm. and you cannot let that happen. And in order to counter all those fears that we have, we have to be willing to take risk and we have to be willing to step into the unknown, taking what we love with us the most. Because the only way to conquer fear or the best way to conquer fear is to embrace it, convert it, but to replace it with what you love. Mm -hmm. If I think about my daughter, if I think about my kids, if I think about my wife, if I think about you, if I think about the people that are living in this earth that are just beautiful human beings, mm -hmm. like I want to fight for that. I want to fight for God's children to be able to do what they're supposed Absolutely. to be able to do, to be uninhibited, to be to be free to live out that life. Like that, that fires me up enough to fight for. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mentioned earlier that you know, I, I think I do have a healthy fear of failure. You know, I know it's out there. And I'm, I've never failed big in my life. I've had rough days. Don't get me wrong. There's been valleys in my life that, that without question. But I've never allowed myself to, 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 to fail in a large, large way. Because I'm terrified, and I know that, and I use that as fuel. And you say you got to convert it. You got to convert it to love and respect, right? You know, if you if you convert that fear to love and the people that are important to you and that you care about, your kids, your spouse, your partners, there it may be, and you respect that fear, then it's fuel. You know, you can use that fuel to take it to, to have to go back to the will to fight, to have the will to fight, to do what it takes to. To, 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 to go and crush the unknowns that are out there? Well, I think the sacrifice and the suffering that we go through in this life, you have to be able to have something in your mind that you do love. Yep. And I think that if you don't love something, you can find yourself in a really bad place. And I, and I truly believe that that's why that worst case scenario is so important. 
is that no matter how sick, no matter how messed up, no matter how mean, no matter how bad it gets, as long as I'm able to hold on to what's most important to me that I love the most, I'll be willing to push through whatever fear comes my way. Because yeah. really, at the end of the day, I'm doing it for them. I'm going to push through for them. It's not about me. If it was just about me, and it was that shallow and superficial, then I'd probably find myself in a lot deeper of a challenge than knowing it's for something bigger. Absolutely. So how do you channel that fear, uh, Bobby, in making business decisions? How do you overcome being just paralyzed by what is? Well, you know, it kind of goes back to what we said earlier about being uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. That, to me, is another state of mind. You know, fear will paralyze you. It's to Dom's. I've never heard that before. Where the, you know, people said, okay, I would let you just go ahead and off me instead of open this door to freedom, even though there's going to be some bad crap happening to me. I'm like, wow. You're talking about paralyzing fear. That's about as bad as it gets. You know, it's, it's that state of mind. You can't allow what is uncomfortable to shut you down. And it's crazy. I see it all the time in business. I mean, people, you know, the unknown is out there. Well, I've never tried this. You know what? This is going to be risky. I'm going to have to invest some money. This is going to take some time. It's going to be hard. You know, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. You know, the definition of sanity, sanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting it's going to get better. I mean, come on. So you can't, I mean, everybody's going to have fear come into their minds and their hearts and you've just got to be able to embrace that and convert it. You can't allow it to paralyze you. And it, can, it you know, it kind of goes back to the Leah uh, uh, scale too. You know, liability, independent asset. An ass, asset is not going to not going to allow. And I'm not talk, talking about an asset in just combatives or whatever business, personal, whatever. If you've got that asset mentality, you're not going to allow it. You know, it's like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable. I'm kind of afraid. It's okay to say that. Okay, then embrace it and convert. It. You know, you've got to be, you've got to have that special thing in you to not allow the fear to paralyze you. And I'm not saying you're the people that allow that to happen sometime are bad people. They're not. It's just, you know, they just, they haven't gone through the proper channels of getting the right mindset. All this is going to full circle, you know? Yeah. And I, I believe that converting the fear is probably one of the most empowering things that we can do. So it's starting small. Like I tell people, it's like, if you're not able to do that, like right now, I don't think that there's anything that I could come across that I wouldn't be able to convert the fear to. Out of all the experience that I have and everything, and there's always the unknown, but the principles stay the same. Bring it on. If something happens right now, I, I don't give myself a choice. I have got to take that feeling right here that tries to paralyze me and convert it immediately into empowerment, strength, confidence, clarity, clear communication, Eyes open, awareness, everything comes into play to me because that's how I program myself at this point. And I believe it's important for everybody to do the same thing, whether it's a business decision or whether it's a tactical decision. We have to go into those moments converting that fear immediately. If you're walking through that threshold, like, all right, here we go. Oh, wait, the nervousness and the fear just hit me and I couldn't even have control of it because most of the time we don't have control Mm -hmm. over it. You have got to get the right, you have got to get control of it to be able to convert it right away. And what you use to do that is the most important thing, which is why we talk about what do we love? What are we doing this for? Why am I walking in this meeting room to begin with? Right? What's bigger than me that's keeping me going on this? Why am I serving other people? How is this impacting other people? How is this changing lives? How is this going to help humanity? All those things play a part in each and every decision you're able to convert those things to. Absolutely. Mindset programming, man. Mindset programming. Yeah. MSP. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Disruption Blueprint Podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. 
Visit our website at www.rfgadvisory.com or schedule a call on our advisor resources page. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific training strategy. Information here may be provided in part by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guest nor RFG advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guest. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, its employees, or its clients. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, LLC, RFG Advisory or RFG, a registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG Advisory is an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission, nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.